clips are some of the most fun part of it. Like, yeah. first of all, so cool to see, like, the best scene from each movie again right before they announce it. Uh, yes. You know, so cool. And just remind you. I mean, I know that it's corny and people talk about that kind of thing all the time with, like, the the scene that you know they're going to play at the Oscars. But right. I like that. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, or being like, oh, what scene are they going to play? Like, um, I didn't even like Pieces of a Woman, and I would have loved to have the that mm-hmm. Vanessa Kirby scene where she's in the courtroom, that scene that they're like, it absolutely should be the, the Oscar clip. I was like, right. why, why is this not in? But, you I know, like, it did I make like it in. watching what? Uh, the scene where Carrie Mulligan spits in uh, yes. Bo Burnham's coffee and then and he, he drinks, drinks it. it. That that nice. whole clip is yes. in there. Um, so that was weird. Um, <laughs> you know what else clip was was in there was Gary Oldman um, in Mank being too drunk to take his own pants off. Um, that was a weird scene even watching the movie. I was like, why is this the clip that you have chosen to show? Yeah. <laughs> Very uh, confused. I'm not tracking. Just, on that just one. very confused. I'm not. Um, yeah, there were there were just I don't know, but I do. I mean, that's a fun part of even watching the movies is knowing like, oh, that's that's what they're gonna show mm-hmm. for the clip. I and... don't know, kind of weird. They I always love how they edit them too. I love how they edit them for the screenplay ones. I love yes, when they side by they side show, the yeah. scripts with the. It's so good, and yet, and this year they were just like. So-and-so's first trip to the movies was with her grandmother in... They're, like, in they're, first of all, stealing our brand. <laughs> um, first of all... Excuse exactly. me. Why, we why ask are... almost every guest why you love movies when we remember. Yeah, and... and I personally feel that this is copyright infringement. I do. Should we sue the Oscars? I can tell you for a fact that we won't win. I love you, but mm. as, as I you're... could sue on many counts. I could sue... I could sue just... I could sue for the last 15 minutes of that ceremony. Yeah, I could just walk and in. say that I just want, I'm just upset that I spent my energy being that stressed because of what they did. Yeah, first of all, how dare you? Okay, so I know not everybody listening watched the Oscars or cared about the Oscars, like, whatever. Um, that's fine. Good for you, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I had that life. Because this year, this year it was strange. And we knew it was going to be strange. So, it's been strange for so, everybody. Yeah, like, I would say that personally, there's not that many movies I was that passionate about this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I felt like this year I was, more than any other year, I was like, you know, I'd be pretty okay if, it, like, half of these movies won. That's fine. <laughs> it may be that, like, either A, all of the nominations were pretty strong, or yeah. Which B, they were, yeah. that I just, like, don't care about the Oscars anymore. That's also Which probably true for me, is, too. like, in the, in, pa- in the past, I feel like I've really cared about the Oscars and tried not to. This year, I felt like I was really trying to care and mm. couldn't. And that was. You know was... what? I really think it's the pandemic. Like, you know what it's I mean? It's gotta like, be. And, like, it, it sucks ha- so yeah. hard, dude. I, like, gotta get back to the movies. Because, seriously, the, yeah. the magic is dead for me right now. And I know that is mm-hmm. so sad to hear on this movie podcast. Yeah. But just. No, like, it, I mean, it's but true, I think that and the, we've talked about it. I think over that the magic over. of yeah. movies is no longer gonna be in, like, the Oscars and the prestige. It's mm. different now. And I hope that that's the case, because frankly, they do a shitty job um, a lot of the time. And And even when they do a good job, they... They somehow still do it wrong. They somehow still do it wrong. Um, (laughs) Can I just say... They pulled a big... I mean, and I guess we'll get to it later, probably. But they pulled a big uh, inviting Mac Miller's family to the Grammys after he died, and then giving the Grammy to Cardi type move. Like a very similar move that kind of makes me sick and will probably make me upset for my whole life. Honestly, because yes. I'm still not over um, the Mac Miller thing, and that was like five years ago. Yes, we'll we'll get to that. Um, I, as somebody who gets upset when someone who, because the Oscars have done this before, right? They've had someone who should have been nominated for like best director read the nominations for best director. Like they've mm-hmm. done 
like stuff like that before and that annoys me or they do like like this year they had like Riz Ahmed read the nominations for sound and sound of metal was nominated and won like correctly so but but that's weird but I was like why is he read like don't do that don't ever have don't do that I don't know it just doesn't make sense to me and I saw somebody um, say that it wasn't the who direct somebody like in Hollywood directed the oscars themselves and i saw Ste- somebody yeah oh um, steven soderbergh and i saw somebody yeah. say it wasn't his fault i hate to break it to y'all but i'm sorry it's it his is fault. it definitely is like it sucked really bad it's 100% and it's his because fault. of his 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 style yeah. of doing it like it was really a poor presentation of the awards show he, it's so interesting because i will say the it started real strong for me it started like just just incredibly strong um i remember i because i was just kind of worried anyway about how everything uh was going to go um Mm -hmm. and i i don't know at the very beginning it was like weird i thought it kind of gave me like very mtv vmas which is good i love those vibes um I guess so, but for the, I don't know if I wanted it for the Oscars. Like, I was like, I could watch the VMAs. I'm like, I don't watch the Golden Globes for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, yeah. like that. And I understand, I understand, like, they couldn't, like, have it in the Dolby Theater, like, they, like, usually do. Yeah. And they had it in the train station where they kicked out many people who were experiencing homelessness and using that as a place to sleep. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, um, not only is that, like, so gross on the Oscars part. But it's also just incredibly gross and a problem on um, on Los Angeles's part. Los Angeles um, is one of the most like horrific mm, yeah. cities to homeless people um, with just stopgap measures that are so completely bogus. Um, and if you want to donate to an organization that helps um, that helps people experiencing um, homelessness, then Streetwatch LA is a great one to follow on Twitter and um, to donate to. But yeah, that's, nice. I, I wanted to give that spiel at some point because oh, yeah, for sure. um, there's lots of great mutual aid stuff that goes on here and um, the LAPD and rich people in Los Angeles are known for abusing um, mm. people experiencing homelessness. And it's Which we're lame. like, we're not surprised. Like, of course, you know. So that the... they could then award a movie about somebody experiencing homelessness. Or, or uh, being unhoused, um, which is yes. just the peak which of is, irony. And it's kind of just a is. great metaphor for Hollywood as a whole. Yes. And as and I, I will say, like, obviously, like, I don't blame Nomadland for that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it definitely 100% is the producers, and it just all, it always goes back to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um... It's a bit ridiculous. I mean, but the Oscars, the Oscars are just chock full of, like, ridiculous irony, right? Like, it is full of of, of awarding Tyler Perry with a humanitarian award. Oh, my in God. Which he then tells everyone that he refuses to hate the cops. Um, I was just like... And then full of awarding... Um, it was so funny might because... might not be like... It was... I'm sorry for interrupting you. That I'm comment was... I don't... I don't well, that comment from Tyler Perry was so funny because he literally named things that you are born as, 100% just things that you were born as, yeah. and then he the L, said- By the way, the L, L, LB, how did he say? LB, TJ? I, I don't even know, but isn't he homophobic? <laughs> right. The um, only good thing he's but, done is house the um, prince and princess of Sussex. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But he uh, he said all things that you are born as- and cop like right he's so clearly just like no thoughts head empty. that was the stupidest thing i ever heard yes um, but well, anyway the best part was watching ahead. that clip and the people applauding and then just the immediate stop of applause and then he just kept going and i was like mm. i would i i mean like where was the camera on spike lee in that moment i feel <laughs> where was spike lee come on um, i feel somewhat robbed i would like to see it i would like um, to see it <laughs> I... Oh, another missed missed camera moment for Spike Lee is when Glenn Close got up and started doing the butt from School Days, <laughs> and we didn't Which, get a shot of Spike the, Lee. What is wrong with the y'all? argument? I don't know what you. Spike Lee wasn't there. Was he? I don't think he was. He there. might not have been. He's always such a character. 
Um, right. I don't think that anyone was there who didn't need to be there. I mean, I guess he is year. older. He's like, but he needs to say. No, safe. I mean, like, I think that I think I was like looking at, like I think every it was like only only uh, presenters and, and their nominees. plus ones presenters nominees and a plus one for each. I think is what mm-hmm. it looked like. Um, okay. Well. But speaking of missed camera moments, that camera was only on my girl Zendaya for like 0.5 seconds. Yeah, rude. During the entire night. Ridiculous. And when she, she was the only one wearing like her that, mask. She wore her mask the entire time. God bless her. And Frances McDormand actually was wearing her mask too um, for most of the night. But it was just very funny. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I was going to say something earlier and I forgot. Um, I'm sorry. You but were talking anyway, about You were talking about we, Tyler Perry making that weird comment and like getting a humanitarian award oscars Oscars are so full of irony yeah they're just full of irony they're just so like they are yeah that they're they award all over the place and none of it really makes any sense um Mm -hmm. and anyway on um, that note do we want to go through some of the nominees and talk about them we sure do i do you have anything else to say about just the ceremony itself because I think what I'm trying to say is it started off super strong. Regina King waltzing through. I just want to see a movie of Regina King walking. I love um, her. The aspect ratio, beautiful. The actual like film work, it looked like they um, were actually trying to make it seem a little bit like a movie, which is kind of cool. But then I was like, just really thrown off by people sitting at tables and the like. It was so it was so bright in that place. Mm-hmm. It was so it was so. It reminded light. me of the um the office episode where they go to Chili's <laughs> the Oscars is the Dundies the lighting the uh, lighting was uh, yeah the Dundies <laughs> episode the lighting was very similar and that you could see everyone I was like <laughs> very Chili's vibes um yeah. like if Chili's and the MTV VMA awards uh VMA awards it's redundant um if the VMAs and Chili's had a baby yeah aesthetically speaking you would get last night's Oscar awards I, I feel God in these Oscars tonight not really. I didn't. <laughs> um, I will say, I was not angry about any winners, really. Um, I was a little disappointed about some. Mm-hmm. And more than I felt anything about the. I was mad. I was mad like everybody else was mad at the way that the Oscars went about doing the things that they did. Yeah, I'm uh, currently... <laughs> Uh, scrolling through these trying to decide if I'm mad at anything. <laughs> um, we uh, started off the night with um, Emerald Fennell winning for Best Original Screenplay. Incredible. Which I, I was know so that excited. We were both just, yeah, just so excited about. Um, although I really thought that Nomadland was going to win Adapted Screenplay, it makes sense that the father won. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, you know, not mad about it. Yeah, the, the father, again, as I've said before, is like the darkest hour of this movie. I will like or of this that? of this year. I will not watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I bet it's great. I I wish I cared. Every clip I've seen from it seems like it was genuinely very good. Love it's, Olivia Colman. It reminds me um, so much though of like the classic Oscar movie of just like yes. melodrama and like yeah. the, of course is Something it that pulls is it about the heartstrings? But yeah, is, is it about, about um, Alzheimer's? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Cause, yeah, and like, I don't know, happens. like, that vibe is just like so d- super depressing. It's Oscar bait. Yeah, it's Oscar it's, bait. It's, it's like super depressing and familial and. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you know, Oscar bait isn't always bad. Sometimes it very much is a green book, but yeah. it is definitely Oscar bait. And so I'm not surprised or like necessarily angry that it won adapted screenplay. I'm not going to lie. The, I would have been absolutely angry if One Night in Miami won best adapted screenplay. That's really the only one I think I would have been so upset about because I just did not like that movie. Mm. Um, and I know everybody else did, but I'm just not interested in seeing a movie about three abusers having a good night out um so you know mm-hmm. it's whatever um let's see what else do we have cinematography went to make which is so interesting because i'm like yes you make a film black and white and it has oscar worthy cinematography um, yeah i mean that's that's uh, that surprises no one i i mean i didn't even like no Land that much and that cinematography was great i, I yeah. Also, I was confused think that about Trial I'm, of the Chicago 7. I'm confused that Trial of the Chicago 7 yeah. is in there. I like, I feel okay. like it was shot by a 
a video camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, my unpopular my unpopular p- opinion is that I I liked it. Um, oh, I loved it. I liked it. <laughs> I liked I liked it but a lot. Cinematography? But cinematography? <laughs> what do they mean? No, no, honey. Like there were so many other movies that were so much better. Yeah. Like, um, do they mean because they Minari? Like, are you kidding? Like yeah, I, I I do they mean because they like put in like real life footage from like real events? Because honey, that's film editing. <laughs> like I yeah, don't know, no, like, I mean. I don't I'm know confused. that Spike Lee's ever won cinematography for doing that. Yeah, seriously. Um, very um, weird. But, you know, very weird behavior. Make, make um, still makes sense. Um, first time black women have won in best makeup and hairstyling for Marie's yeah. Black Bottom. Um, Amazing. I, I, like, have not, like, a friend of She's She's in L.A., basically, is what I'm saying. And, um, yeah. And, like, I've seen people congratulating her from that space, and that just makes me so excited. That's um, nice. I, I love it because... It's not just, you know, black women winning for makeup and hairstyling and costume design. It's black women winning for best makeup and hairstyling, doing makeup and hairstyling for black women. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's amazing. That's really cool. I am annoyed it has taken this long, but also not surprised. Um, And I think in my wildest dreams, I wanted that... um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom to win for makeup, hairstyling, and costume design, but I never thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see that tweet that said, like, that white woman looks so um, so embarrassed that she did the costume design for Mulan? Oh, no. I didn't see that. <laughs> You're like, why does she look so embarrassed? Uh, so bad for her. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, but, she but like, the job. Why did, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Disney. Yeah. Um, um, sound yeah, of so, Metal winning film editing and best sound. Obviously. Of course, um, of course. I gotta say, ooh, I didn't realize that Borat was um, in adapted screenplay. Mm. I would have liked to see it. Yeah, I, I think didn't get anything, and I actually think I'm a little surprised. Yeah, it got rewarded all dang year, rightly so. Yeah. I think it's amazing. So that surprised me. Um, one of my favorite parts of the night, though, is. Um, who was it? Was it Regina King who took like a deep breath before saying uh, the title of the the Borat? <laughs> like she took like the deepest breath and she was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, I'm ready." And then she like read it and they applauded when she finished it's, reading I, the title. I am so glad that they had to read that every single time yes. it was nominated. Yes. That makes me happy. Uh, yes, I I really love it. Uh, I love you, Sasha Baron Cohen. Marry me, please. Um. Great. So, so, in terms of the big ones, right? That's what we're getting to. Yes, uh, because I will say, I, I, I do hate this about this year, but it took me, listen, it took a lot of me pushing through pandemic anxiety and normal anxiety and pandemic depression and normal depression to even see the big movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sad that I didn't get to spend a lot of time look, watching the shorts watching the, um, like, documentaries, watching the um, the international films. Like, I'm just, I am sad. Mm-hmm. But that's just where we were this year. And that is perfectly valid. Um, yeah, so I think that film editing and sound, both going to Sound of Metal, makes me really happy. Makes sense. Because it's and literally... also such a given, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was literally the best edited and best mm-hmm. sound edited movie yeah. I've seen in... yeah. I um Ever I I don't I know that you have a very different opinion and that's okay. I did not love that movie um mm-hmm. for what it was, but it technically was like such an impressive movie. And I mean just like the immersiveness, yeah, the immersiveness of like being inside his head is so sick. Yeah. Um the hard-coded subtitles are so cool. I really dig it. Um Can we talk about our um her one a an Oscar for best original song and like literally a Grammy and an Oscar just back to back in the same year. It's yeah. Amazing. Half an EGOT in one year. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it. I'm not the first one to ever. <laughs> that made that me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really did think actually that Leslie Odom Jr. was going to get that one for <clears throat> Night in Miami hmm. for best original song. I was very surprised. Yeah, um, I feel you there. I yeah, I, I on, on the songs I never have an opinion. You know, the only time I've ever had an opinion really um, was um, 
oh, what is the movie? What is the Lady Gaga movie? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, born, uh, born, uh, star is born? Born, born star. Born star? <laughs> Bo- born star <laughs> Texas Ranger. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know that one. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Um, yeah, that, um, did you think she should win? I don't even remember the other songs from that year. I'm just very much not going to lie. Okay. I, I just don't know any songs. Um, That's fine. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about, um, speaking of, gosh, dang it, it's been long enough, um, Chloe Zhao. Um, Listen, I'm just excited that I don't have to put the energy into yet another year of ranting about how the Oscars treats female directors because this one year, this one time, they did Mm -hmm. a good job. Mm -hmm. And she deserved it. She absolutely deserved it. Like, not that the other, before all of you white men (laughs) come at Mm -hmm. me, not that all the other people didn't deserve it, Mm -hmm. Um, but she really, really did. Like, she made an incredible, like, doing Nomadland is a feat for a director yeah um and she she did it and she rose to the occasion and she's being celebrated for her art and as much like as as an asian woman it's just so great to see like like it's it would be very okay if she were being recognized for being an asian woman but like the fact that she is being recognized for her art and her craft and her talent and she just so happens to be an Asian woman, like, that's mm-hmm. just great to me, um, and, and her speech, her acceptance speech, oh, second yeah. best of the night, um, whose was first best? Um, um, uh, I wish I could, I wish I had looked up how to say her name correctly before this, and I apologize oh, um, to everyone, um, but it's Yoo Jung Yoon, um, oh, yeah, and that that speech is beautiful. I cried. Mm-hmm. I cried so much. Um, just another um, incredible moment. Also, sorry, going back to Chloe Zhao, um, the fact that Bong Joon-ho and Sharon Choi were the ones who, like, just... That made me smile. Amazing. The, the best part is that the, um, the Oscars knew how the fans would react to Sharon showing up mm-hmm. because they had Bong Joon-ho front and center in that camera and then they swung a hard right over it to reveal Sharon and said, look who it is. <laughs> Love her so much. She screeched. She's so Twitter good. Twitter blew up. Twitter was like, Sharon's back. Hot translator's back. Love Sharon. Really should. Um, let's see. Um, okay, best supporting actor, Daniel Kluya. There was really no... Uh, no other option and not no other option but i that seemed like a very that like a given to me mm-hmm. um yeah that and and wonderful he deserves he is one of the best actors currently working and i am mm-hmm. so excited to see where he goes from here i mean i just he's, wanted to he's... pretend that this oscar was for all of his other roles also that he should have won an oscar oh for, my right? gosh like right? widows one of the scariest oh, villains Windows. I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. Even Terrifying. Get Out. That By means, the way, okay. the callback to Get Out during the weird trivia game. Oh. <laughs> I just a uh, game. Why? A game. What was the We're reason? Already running long. <laughs> like, Again, like I said, VMAs. <laughs> yeah, like Daniel Kaluuya um, is not. He doesn't have tall man energy, and I don't think he's a tall man. <laughs> And yet, him and Widows talking to someone like a like half a foot taller than him is terrifying, like menacing. You know the shot I'm talking about too. And uh, he's like, and he's looking at someone like this, like up and like up, like literally, like looking up at them and exuding intimidating giant energy. I mean, like that man is an incredible actor. He's so he is- good in Get Out. He's so good. In Ugh. everything. I mean, in he was, anything that he he was fantastic in um, in Black Panther. He was really, really good. I mean, he's he, so freaking good. You know what? Even in even in the ones that I um, don't like, I did not like um, Queen and Slim one bit. 
Mm-hmm. Queen and Slim? Slim and Queen. <laughs> queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. Okay. Did not like it one bit. Daniel Kaluuya? Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, like, he he's deserved awards his entire short career. Not short, but, you know, like, mm-hmm. in the A-list world, short. Um, and he's finally getting it, and he went up and thanked his mom and dad for having sex. That so, was a move. That was definitely a choice. Was sweet of him. <laughs> My that was a choice. One of his, like, interviews, he was like, no, I have not checked my phone yet. I am not going to talk to my mom tonight, probably. (laughs) I feel like that's one of those things that you would like be saying your speech and you'd forget what you were saying and then you'd just kind of (laughs) go My mom and dad had sex. My mom and dad banged and here we are. Me walking into kindergarten after learning what sex was. (laughs) No, 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 no. And the best part is that she was in London. Like, that lady was awake at 3 a.m. saying my son just said Something about my sex life. <laughs> so oh. insane. Oh, oh my God. God bless you, Daniel Kaluuya. God bless. God bless. Um, Good for can him. I say, I know we're all over the place, by the way, with like talking about the winners. No, we're, we're but we've, again, we've covered so good were the ground. Oscars. Yeah. The Oscars were also all over the place. We'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. I um. am, I am annoyed that Soul won over Onward for Best Animated Feature. Um, I know that everyone's saying Wolfwalkers deserved it. I haven't seen it, but I'm annoyed that Soul is the one of like the Pixar, like that got the, I don't know. Anyway. I I love Soul, but um, they both made me cry. Uh, so it's kind of hard. I something about Soul. So I I love I love that I'm dating someone who doesn't keep up with like a thing, you know, with mm-hmm. the Oscars. Like does not care about anything. And right. when animated feature was announced, obviously, and Soul goes up, and the two very white <laughs> directors yeah. and producers walk up to the stage. Um, and Corinne literally goes, are those the people that made Soul? And I just went, yep. <laughs> mm. Like, mm-hmm, they were. Aren't you surprised? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And Onward has a much more beautiful and, like, touching backstory. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, yeah, yeah, and it does. And we've talked about Onward on this, uh, this old podcast. We love it. Yeah. We all know. We cried. Yeah. Um... We just have older yeah. sibling trauma, but it's cool. <laughs> that's, that's true. Onward is sort of the older siblings. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, uh, so, I mean, actress in a leading role. I love Frances McDormand. Uh, I, yes. She, I'm happy about that. She is truly one of the greatest of all time. Um, yes. she is, she's super cool. Obviously I would have loved to see it go to Carrie Mulligan, um, because that was my favorite performance of the year. And I think she was incredible. Every time I like think about that movie, there are 10 scenes I could, I could pull out that I'm like, she was insane in that scene. Mm-hmm. The, the scene with Molly, Molly James, is that that, that woman's name? Uh, who plays, uh, Nina's mom. Oh my goodness! Um, I think it's Molly James, something like that. I or know, Molly. yeah, yeah. She's so she's in Molly something. Oh or am gosh. I thinking Molly Ringwald? That's not the same person. <laughs> um, all I can think about is how she's in my favorite movie, Serendipity. Um, anyway, yes, I know what you're talking about. The front porch scene. Yeah, yeah. That that scene. Um, I mean, every every scene she's in, but like yeah. the scenes with Bo Burnham. Uh, just every she's killing it the whole time and the focus is on her and I just I really loved that performance so I think what's really interesting this year specifically I I think for the most part most of the categories I thought were pretty given um I mean I guess not all the categories because there was one I thought was a given yeah we were shocked but um for the most part I was like oh like there's a clear front runner here like no movie other than Sound of Metal was ever going to get you know like sound Mm -hmm. like you, you know um as far as best best actress was, I really went into it thinking like it's anyone's game here. Like they've all won one award for this season. Molly Shannon. Molly Sorry, Shannon. I knew she had two first names. <laughs> okay. Yes, good. I'm sorry. Um, but they all had like a win, you know, mm-hmm. like going into the Oscars, and so I was like, it really anyone's game. And I yeah, did nobody predict Francis because I was like, the Academy loves Francis. They, they do. This is so, her third, so. Yeah, I loved, 
I loved her acceptance speech. In a night full of five minute long acceptance speeches, which by the way, bring the orchestra back, please. Yeah. I miss that and not I love Questlove, but I don't need air horns at my Oscars. Yeah. I just <laughs> I even I had like normies um sending me memes of like uh when an actor goes up on stage to, to, they basically just lecture the common folk because they think that they're stupid um uh. and then and then go down or whatever about probably about an issue that right doesn't affect the actor and does affect the uh-huh. common folk um and i was like you know what yeah when you give people five minute speeches somehow that becomes even more insufferable because like mm-hmm. you know joaquin joaquin <laughs> Dude, when he came up and said, I did have a script, but I don't think first I, can, of all, I can talk have, about that. I was like, no, 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 no. They have got to stop forcing that man to come do these. It is sick. No, he doesn't. He, he wants to stay home. so much. He hates it. He it's wants like, to stay home with uh, Rooney Mara, and he wants to, I don't know what he does. It reminds he, he me. It reminds me of when people put their dogs in clothes and the dog is, like, constantly <laughs> pawing at it. Oh, God, this is a bad analogy. But, like, it's just, like, Walking it's Venus so... doesn't want to be there. It's so upset. It doesn't want to be here. The dog does it not want to be here. Like, let it, let him go home. Oh, my gosh. He just wants Why are you to be forcing home. him to do this? He wants to be home. He wants to appear on a set to act and then leave and just go home. And, yeah, his he, he it was also so weird because he was, like... They wanted me to talk about the art of acting. I don't know anything about that. I was like, dude. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Actually, he does. Isn't he like super method? So maybe it is. Maybe it's like DDL. Yeah, um, he's like I, I don't know, but honestly, I literally don't know how to act. I was kind of scared because I was scared because I thought he was gonna start going into an acting lesson. Um, but then yeah. he he saved in. He was like, "All I know is I was really inspired by these performances." I was like, "Oh, that's sweet." Yeah, that um, was sweet, and he did his so best. But they have got to stop trotting this man out. Stop it. He hates um, it. Not only um, that, but they made the man. I'm, we're gonna get. We're, we're gonna do it. They are we made there? The man close out. The entire ceremony with the worst ending. <laughs> okay. Just like. Right. To the people who aren't in the know about Oscars, whatever. The Oscars always, always save best picture for last. Because mm-hmm. every That's logical. award show <laughs> saves their biggest award for last yeah that makes sense it would it just is what you do you know it's what you mm-hmm. do the grammys saves what is it best <laughs> actually don't uh, know what the, album <laughs> of the year i think is it album of the year that makes that would make sense mm-hmm. so the grammy saves album of the year for last you know the the sag awards saves the you know the one it, they just listen yes they do their their the, the best picture goes last. That's how you do that. The best picture is supposed to go last. That's how you do that. That's all. Like no, it's the best picture goes last because it's the best picture. And so, and so what this felt like was either. So so there's a lot of nuance to this, right? Um, yes. First, I have with the commodification, the commodification and literal tokenization of Chadwick Boseman after his death is. Mm-hmm. After you know the quickest in Do I have to be PG-13 about this? Go, do it. Because it's, it. it's fucking bullshit. And it's horrible. It is. And it's disgusting. It is. I, and that's what... Okay, so that's my problem was I thought... Okay. It's one, fucking ghoulish, The in-memoriam. Honestly. The in-memoriam. Awful, right? Like, horrible. Like, the fastest. They gave Edited everyone like a five cam. minutes. Yeah, they gave everyone five minutes to talk, and they went through, like, how I go went through, like, a slideshow in high school. Like, just slide, slide, slide. Like, it was, and I don't know, it just wasn't It was like the, um, have you, have you ever watched I Think You Should Leave? No, but I know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's my favorite, it's my favorite uh, sketch show ever. Uh, But there's a scene where they're doing an in memoriam at an awards show, and it's, like, saying how the people died. And it's so messed. It's 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 also, I think, again... And that one might be more tasteful than the Oscar one was. Um, in the production, too, uh, th- what I didn't understand was in the past, the in-memoriams have been so beautifully edited. Like, if you had an actor, there was, like, a tiny, like, two-second clip of, like, Very one tasteful, of the most famous yeah. lines, you know? Or, like, something mm-hmm. that, and you're like, oh, you know? Or, like, a director laughing on set, like, a little clip or something, you know? Like, something. I mean, you could literally get... Uh, 
Clemmy from was... from film Twitter to put together yeah. a gorgeous in memoriam yeah. that would have been a thousand times better. I can think of I can probably name you five people on film Twitter right now that could make yes. a better mo- in memoriam that right. would look less like a fan cam. Like I'm so it confused. Was, it was just ridiculous. Uh, but moving on from that, so no one got the in memoriam they deserved, including Chadwick Boseman. Um, the Oscars decided to name the best picture um third to last so when i'm watching this i'm thinking they're doing best picture now i'm confused did i miss something is this the end did my stream like jump like i'm confused yeah yeah and then i thought okay so that must mean that they're saving obviously um they're gonna save like actor until last and then i thought is it because they want to end on a chadwick boseman note and then i thought Okay, but that wouldn't make sense because then that would mean that somebody knows that Chadwick Boseman is going to win. Therefore, somebody knows the results who has a say in the production and that shouldn't be the case. Just, you know, Hmm. legally or whatever. Like, that just should not be the case. And then I thought, okay, but maybe it'll make sense if he does win. But if he doesn't win, then that's even worse. And so there are many things wrong with this, which is one, they save it to the end. You think it's going to be Chadwick Boseman. It's not. It's Anthony Hopkins, which the thing is, is his performance, I have heard, has is the best of his career. Yeah, we so want to like emphasize we're not angry with it. Nobody's right. angry with Anthony Hopkins. Right. He he won an award that he deserved and great, but he also wasn't there to receive it. And so because they had already done Best Picture, we end with Joaquin Phoenix, who doesn't want to be there, saying poor, Anthony poor Hopkins man, is honestly. not here. We accept the award on his behalf. Have good, have a good night, and it's done. And so, because of that, Chloe Zhao did not get the celebration she deserved, Mm-mm. because she deserved her final. It should have been credits rolling while she's on stage celebrating while she's with crying her crew. and having a happy time. You know, like it should have been her moment, but it wasn't. And even if, you know, like yeah, sure, the award went to Anthony Hopkins. He wasn't there. He. He also kind of like I feel bad for him because well, he though said he through, this award, through his like, representation what? that he offered to zoom in. Yeah. And they said no. Which doesn't And he's like, 83 they, years old and there's a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Did you know this that they ref- they refused to do any zoom calls for the show? They were talking about it on the I mean, I assume if beforehand. they if they wouldn't let if they wouldn't let Anthony Hopkins do it then they right. weren't going to let Apparently, Steven Soderbergh said he didn't want to do it because the Zoom calls didn't fit the aesthetic of what they were trying to achieve for this year's Oscars. Which, like, okay, cool. So ending on that note fit the aesthetic of what you were trying. Like, what does that mean? And I'm sorry. Chadwick Boseman's wife has been giving beautiful acceptance speeches. um, And we think that, oh, she's going to give another one. And then this. I mean, again, like I said... Um, one of the most disrespectful award show moments in history Ridiculous. was when Mac Miller's family was invited yeah. to the ceremony after yeah. he had produced one of one of the best albums of the year. Um, and then they gave the award to Cardi B in front of yeah. his family after it's like, using them to market the show and having his family yeah. there. I mean, it's kind of gross. And yeah. that is as gross as what happened with Chadwick Boseman, if yeah. not more, because then they're giving out nfts with his face on them which is first of all so disgusting i cannot believe that not only have um have we decided that corporations can ruin the environment but if it will profit us greatly we'll sell out the environment for money too it's so sick and they're using chadwick boseman's face to do it i doubt that money is going to anything like remotely connected to him or his family um i'm so sickened and like disgusted by that um that in particular is such a commodification and a disrespectful gross seizure of a trend um absolutely diabolical in in the most in the grossest way possible so whoever put together that goodie bag uh as disrespectfully as possible go to hell like seriously that was so disgusting i am beyond yeah it's beyond belief to me honestly yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. And it's like, okay, if you, listen, if you weren't going to award him best actor or didn't know if he would win best actor or whatever, like, that's fine. Like, nobody's mad that someone else rightfully, you know, won, you know, like, uh, the best, that's fine. But don't do all this, like, 
don't they saved him for last in the memoriam only for him to be just as like a one second slide like everybody else like barely a second slide mm-hmm. as everyone else um saving him for last so that you stick around until the end because you know chadwick boson is coming up and you think it's going to be something better and it's just it's not um and it just it was so it disrespectful make sense. To... it's super manipulative honestly mm-hmm. in the the, it just, I don't know who, how many people had to say yes to the idea of swapping around the order for Best Picture and Best Actor and Actress, but they restructured the entire years and years and years long traditional order of the ceremony to end on Best Actor, thinking you would have a moment for Chadwick Boseman, and it wasn't. And that's gonna, ridiculous. You know what? I'm going to point out that even that is weird. Because, yeah. because if Chadwick Boseman had one best actor at the very end of the Oscars, he's not there to yeah. come get his award. Yeah. Somebody is going to be making a speech on his behalf. It will be heartfelt. It will be beautiful. Yeah. It will be a nice tribute. But he's not there. Why are yeah. you ending on a, spe- on a speech from somebody who isn't there to speak for themselves? Like, yeah. it's not disrespectful to him to put it in the correct order. And y'all, yeah, I'll yeah. say correct. <laughs> because this was the yeah. wrong order. Like, it's not because disrespectful it's just... to him or his family. Yeah. It just, ugh. And, like, um, the, the fact that it overshadowed Chloe Zhao's um, moment as the second woman to ever win this Oscar... Yeah. is disgusting and the first woman of color to ever win this oscar it's gross it just is all around completely disrespectful and steven soderbergh you did a bad job yeah just awful just ridiculous and i could talk about it like for much longer but i have actually talked about it a lot today and each time it just has made me like angrier and angrier yeah and i can't fired. there's nothing in my mind that like makes it make sense you know because i'm just like just like i would have like yes i would have loved for chadwick to get the award i would have loved for him to get the award and then the next and then the best picture award still be at the end like even if he did win like i just don't understand which again it's upsetting because and if they hadn't done it at the end i think there would have been less of a yeah like upset i mean obviously i still think it's disrespectful to Right, to, like, to do, but everything else out. aside, yeah. But. Everything else aside, even if Anthony Hopkins had won and and the best picture was at the end as it should be, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Like, but they're allowed was, to award it whoever the heck they're awarding. It was such a confusing moment. It was, con- and here, and again, here's where I'm so upset, is this is, like, overshadowing how happy I am for Chloe Zhao to have won. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so happy. I am ridiculously happy, and she should have been allowed to close out the night with a victory party up on that stage. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I just am very confused because... Yeah, it was like the weirdest, most unnecessary anticlimax ever, and yeah. it really, really sucks, and I mean, I don't even know what to say about it, you know? It's like, yeah. I, I want... I Do better, I mean, but I want we ask that of them every year. And yeah. it's like they almost get it. Like they, this all, they year, almost they nominated more people of color than yeah. I think they ever have. The nominations and this year were fantastic. Amazing. Um, there were some notable snubs, but for the most part, fantastic nominations. Yeah. No, com- we had very few complaints about the nominations. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it's like, dude, can we just like, can we respect people of color and marginalized communities like actually instead of in name only? Can, can yeah. we can we do a little more to respect them seriously and treat them seriously instead of being like, yeah, you can come play at our table, I guess. Um, maybe I'll pull your chair out from under you while you're trying to sit down. But yeah, um, it's like it's sick. It's just it made me really sad because it was such a it was just such a weird undermining of what could have felt like such a momentous moment. Yeah. Momentous moment. Okay, Sarah. Um, no, I, but just I like, get it. It's, yeah, it could have felt like ridiculous. a, it could have felt really lovely and wonderful. And instead it was kind of like, well, that was yeah. jarring. And, and even still, like, I would like to like be happy for Anthony Hopkins for his, and I am, I am mm-hmm. happy that he got his Oscar for this role. But again, it's just overshadowed by how ridiculous it was played out. And I feel bad for him too, you know, like. 
Yeah. I feel, and, I feel I mean, bad for Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> like, I feel really, really bad for him, actually. Um, uh, he does I mean, seem... I, yeah. Like it causes just him for despair. Many he just yeah. needs to stay home. It, he wants to. It be does with, seem with like it cats. causes him despair to be in public. And I don't um, actually know if he has cats, but he strikes me as the kind of person who has cats. Yeah, yeah. He honestly, Probably like, like I got. I think looking at him just makes me anxious. Like he always seems so that upset too. to he be does. anywhere, talking to anyone. Uh, I mean, same. It reminds me of that. It reminds me of that. Uh, that meme. This like, don't ever put me in a situation. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> He's like, I, he's like, you know, the tradition of, um, the previous year's best, um, actor and actress and supporting actor and, you know, and, and the Oscars are coming up and he like looks over at Rooney Mara. He's like, babe, babe, maybe I won't have to do that. Maybe I won't have to present because of the, the pandemic, because of the quarantine. Maybe I can present from, from the safety of like our living room. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, Joaquin Phoenix, you have to come to the Oscars and you close have to close the it show. out. Thank you. <laughs> So he's bad. like, I hate this. I thought I, <laughs> I thought I missed it this year. Um, anyway, yeah, I would ask so, if we have any final thoughts, but I know that we we have many a thought. I mean, so, it's just like I said, all my thought. I think. Yeah. Um, I w- it sucked. Um, I I wish it could have been better. I'm yeah. glad. I'm that... not mad about any of the winners, honestly. I know there, are, which I know we didn't even touch on this. Um, but we probably aren't going to. You can head to. Um, our Twitters to read what we think about this, but we weren't mad about any wins, and I know that there are people who were mad about some um, promising young women wins, mm-hmm. and to them I say, get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that was not very threatening. <laughs> yeah, I've been pretty vicious on Twitter. Yeah, um, it's like, because... listen, I love you. I understand. I I can understand why people might not have liked the movie, but like. A lot of other people like it, you know? Like, well, um, it's this whole, like, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll say a bit on it and then I'll, I'll leave it. Uh, it's yeah. this very uh, virtue signaling based thing of, like, it has triggering content. Therefore, it's bad. Um, and they do this uh, because I think that Emerald Fennel's interpretation of her own trauma is extremely threatening to people who prefer to see female pain as torment and suffering and awful and no sunshine in the world. Kind of the way it is in Pieces of a Woman, starring Vanessa Kirby, um, where there is a, um, I'm I'm not going to talk, there is a assault scene in that movie um, that is horrifying and made me, I turned off the movie because of it and I was not prepared for it because it's not a movie about that. Um, Mm -hmm. and that didn't get any criticism, which I thought was really weird. And maybe Mm -hmm. it's because Pieces of a Woman is Vanessa Kirby sobbing for two and a half hours, Mm -hmm. um, just, like, being traumatized constantly by the entire world, and people are more comfortable with that depiction of female pain, which I think is really, really weird behavior, personally. (laughs) I, I want to address something, which is... I believe to be, like, a valid argument, but I also believe that my, like, counter-argument is also valid, but because Mm -hmm. it's all up to interpretation, right? Where a lot of people are upset because it feels like Promising Young Woman is, uh, in their opinion, this, uh, like, rape-revenge movie that can only end in success when you call in the cops. And I just didn't see it that way because it didn't end it. She's dead. She's... yeah. Oh, spoilers. She's she's <laughs> dead. Her best friend is dead. These these this is villains, not victory. You know what? These villains are probably going to be arrested and they're probably going to get on on bail and they're probably going to have their faces in their like beautiful headshots from their fraternity splashed across the news saying ex ex successful athlete yeah. um this is not was a happy arrested. ending. Yeah, like, it's, like, people think that they're, like, oh, like, it's a movie trying to preach that you should call the cops and they'll save you. Which is no, so, first of it's all, not. okay, I, I take issue with when people say depicting a certain thing is glorifying it. Mm. I, at first, was jarred by Nomadland having Amazon in it. Upon further review, I feel that that was a, a bad criticism. I... The same with Promising Young Woman. Somebody mm. said, like, the movie glorifies lingering in her in your trauma. She literally she dies because yeah. she can't 
move on from her trauma. Yeah. She literally gets killed because she yeah. can't move on. It's, she's not making amazing choices, buddy. What is like, this? What is this take? Like right. g- glorifying it? No, the protagonist does not do everything correctly. Have right. some media literacy, buddy. Did you and, take an English class? Like, yeah. oh my gosh. Just the case, the fact that they're like, well, like, it's just a bad movie because it's trying to show you that no matter what, police will save the day. No, no, no. Just because the they show oh, up to um, the after party well, saying, I think like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, is this you? You're arrested. Like, well, no, well um, I think it's really interesting that literally as the movie is wrapping up, as she's been as she's been missing because she's dead, the police go to Bo Burnham's character and they're like, "Do you think she could have like gone and hurt herself at all? Do you know anything yeah. about her disappearance?" Right. And he goes, "Yeah, she seemed a little off. She seemed like she was being behaving erratically." And they yeah. like take him at his word. Like, yeah, like this movie <laughs> is not pro cop propaganda, and I don't know what movie everyone is watching to where they think that it is. Well, it's, it's because they the have no media is... literacy. Yeah, They're exactly. Like, uh, the well, cops are in it, it, right? The cops are in it, and the bad guys get arrested, <laughs> and therefore it condones cops. And, and I'm like, you... Max, Max Greenfield's character helped get rid of the body, and he's escaped into the woods. Yeah! Like, they didn't stop they him. Didn't wi- like, they the didn't shoot him in the back like wi- they would have any person of color. Yeah. I mean... And I'm like, what? Oh, they did... What? I don't... It's again, <laughs> it's again like, asking for a... Asking something of women directors and women writers that you don't ask of male directors and male writers. Which is which exactly is that, what I said about Pieces of a Woman and that comparison, was, which was written by a woman but was directed right, by a man. But it's, it's that people do not allow female directors and writers the liberty to not address every possible facet of a situation they are mad that emerald Fennell didn't address this type of being a survivor and this part of being a survivor and this person's story about being a survivor and this and this and i'm like no 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 like she's just writing she's telling a personal like, story this is like it a doesn't cathartic have to moment you. for her like this is like cathartic for like you don't get i just don't understand like i don't know i just can't wrap my mind around it my final comment on it and it's something i've said generally is that i have seen a lot of like non-survivors use survivors who have said they were triggered by this movie Mm -hmm. in order to say this movie is bad for survivors that if you like it you're ignoring all survivors and that um survivors don't like it uh that's patently not true i have seen hundreds of women who are survivors of sexual assault like myself um who found this movie to be genuinely cathartic and good um it does not contain a single scene of assault um there is background there's like a a recording of it at Mm -hmm. one point that you don't see you don't ever it's it's the theme of the entire movie but there's not a scene of it and that's because victims have for years said Mm -hmm. do not put that stuff in movies Mm -hmm. and and so that's what's blown my emerald is not gonna do like she's not and that's what's blown my mind is it's like okay pieces of a woman has has a graphic disturbing upsetting Mm -hmm. scene of assault Mm -hmm. by somebody who's an actual abuser by the way Mm -hmm. um the actor and and nobody said anything. I was like, what is this take of you guys yeah. calling, promising young woman, white lib fem, feminism, girl bossification, um, and saying it has nothing to say and it's empty because it's not the somber, disturbed, right. horrified, constantly weeping version of female pain that you're used yeah. to. Right, it's, yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying it's good, but like this is a, the, it is a version of, of female pain to and it's valid okay and it's yeah and something i saw someone um say which i thought was really interesting is they were like i don't even think that this is a rape revenge movie i think this is more so just a statement on hey this is how things are and this is what it is yeah this is what the effects of of sexual assault and and this culture are on people even people who aren't victims themselves yeah it it is a traumatic web of of horrific mm-hmm. things that create not only people like 
um, like Cassie in the movie, but create people like Madison, Alison Brie mm-hmm. in the movie, yeah. who's like, who's like, I thought it was funny, and I didn't realize at the time, and yeah. I'm just glad it wasn't me, and blah blah blah, yeah. and like, it, yeah. it's and it creates people like the Connie Britton character, yeah. who yeah. is like brushing it off who and doesn't want to help, would never until, understand until it's like her family, you know, until and it it's threatens like, that's people near her. Yeah, so it's like there's a lot of nuance to this movie, and I think although. I am big on, like, listen, like, I do believe, like, the people who are, who don't like it are allowed to not like it. Mm-hmm. That is so okay. But I, I think what I'm upset about, and I know what you are upset about, too, is that they're just, like, guilting survivors for resonating with this movie, which and, is, like, the opposite, it seems like, of what, like, if you really us are, as a monolith, and yeah. then, and then also needing me to dredge up my trauma right, exactly. so that Just I to... can confirm for you that I'm allowed to like this movie. It's yeah. like, shut up. Oh yeah. my gosh. Some some movies are very hard to watch for people with trauma. So yeah. a movie that I am not capable of watching because of my trauma, I don't watch. I, I consulted with friends who had seen it. I decided, yeah. I made the responsible decision that I was going to be okay. Um, I watched yeah. it. It was extremely cathartic for me. Um, extremely good. Very healing moment for me. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing it. It's like, we're not a monolith. Um, people have different triggers. If you, if a movie was bad because of triggering content, you wouldn't be able to have any movies because everybody has different triggers. I can't say that because, um, I don't know that, that because a Walmart triggers me, you can't have a movie set anywhere in a Walmart ever. Mm -hmm. And, and that movie where the lady gets pregnant in the Walmart, um, is like, that's a bad movie because I am triggered by Walmarts. Do you know that one with Natalie Portman? Nope. Oh. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> okay, great. But that's, it's like, yeah, it, d- triggers are extremely diverse. You need to know, there are lots of great websites called, uh, there's one called Does the Dog Die? That's a fantastic resource to go look at for any possible triggers. They have a mm-hmm. total list. You can customize it and say, these are my triggers. Does this movie have that? And it will tell you. Um, I highly recommend using resources like that if you are somebody with PTSD like I do, like I have, or anxiety, or anything like that, um, because it's extremely helpful and helps me to get to watch and experience a movie that I genuinely loved. Um, So, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that's, you know, our take on that. So, uh, (laughs) let's shift gears and take this BuzzFeed quiz uh, entitled, Which Famous Oscars Outfit Are You?, um, sorry All for right. the emotional whiplash, everybody, but that's <laughs> sorry, what you guys. get for listening to Cinema Rolls, the podcast. Um, or not sorry, actually. This is who we are. <laughs> we can't, we hold multitudes, um, yeah. and we are And it was very smart critiques, because we're smart, so. Hmm? It was very smart critiques, because we're smart, yeah. so. Yes. Um, okay. Let's go through this quiz. So this quiz is which famous famous Oscars outfit are you? From classy to wacky, this quiz will reveal the Oscars look that is most you. Um, Okay. What is your ideal first date? Fancy drink, rooftop cocktail bar, burlesque show, Disney World, Broadway musical, bonfire in the woods, or poetry reading? Two of these are my worst nightmare. Yeah, the Broadway musical and Disney World are... Me too! I'm so glad we agree. Um, I love a fancy drink at a rooftop cocktail bar, baby. You do, yes. Um, I think... Does this say first date? Ah, first date. Hmm. I would hate all of these for a first date. You would Um, love a bonfire in the woods. I would, but for a first date? Yeah. I don't know if I'm trying to get murdered. Um, I would say, like, I'll say bonfire in the woods is, like, there's a bonfire party. Mm -hmm. All my friends are there, and I'm bringing this person along. Let's okay, say yeah. Okay. Um, which high school archetype do you identify with? Hippie. Qu- in, in quotes. Alternative. Goth, <laughs> drama kid, teacher's pet, or skipping class. We all know I was the drama kid. I'm sorry. You were the drama kid. I mean, so, like, what do I currently identify with? Because I am no longer who I was Just in high school. Sh- uh, sure. Who do you identify with? Because I had to go between teacher's pet and drama kid, but once a drama kid, always. I mean, am I either hippie or alternative? Oh, no. You're you're in quotes alternative. Yeah, for sure. Do it. (laughs) Okay. I was definitely wearing um, black skater skirts and (laughs) Arctic Monkeys t-shirts. Yes. Nice. Um, What's your favorite color to wear? Red, purple, blue, pink, yellow, gray. Oh, mine's yellow. Or mine's gray. I almost said yellow. I wear a lot of pink. 
Um, okay. Which musician do you like best? The Weeknd, Drake, Ariana, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, or Lady Gaga? You and me cringing at this? Um. I mean, of these, I like Billie the most. I mean, I guess I'll say Drake, because he's, like, still in my daily mixes from a time when I really dug him, so Mm -hmm. just in terms of volume, I'll... Oh, yeah. Okay, what was your favorite Best Picture movie this year? Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari... Um, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago 7. I'm going with Minari. It was Promising Young Woman. Yes. But close between that and Sound of Metal and also Judas mm. and the Black Messiah. Nice. Mine is close between Judas and the Black Messiah and Nomadland and Promising Young Woman. So there we go. Um, what's your favorite dinner? Burger and fries, vegan pasta, lasagna, salmon and greens, pizza, or sushi? I love a vegan pasta girl. You know me. Um, I'm not going to lie. Of all of these, I'm just going with burger and fries. Yeah, that's valid. Um, valid. Which book do you like best? 1984, To Kill a Mockingbird, The Great Gatsby, Catcher in the Rye, Lord of the Rings, or Pride and Prejudice. They didn't set us up for success here. Not 1984. They really set us up for failure with, with these books. God, but this I is am so gonna bad. go with Lord of the Rings because of the movies. Oh, this is so bad. Okay. Um, 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 um. If you pick Catcher in the Rye, we're discontinuing the podcast. I would never pick Catcher in the I Rye. I know, I know, I know. I just wanna I just wanna Yeah, I'm between everything. I'm between two with some alliteration in them, you know. Mm. Where are you going? Yeah, I was a Gatsby kid. Okay, I'm yeah. extremely basic and annoying. Let's all it's just okay. laugh it's at okay. Sarah. It's okay. Um I was thinking about Pride and Prejudice, too. <laughs> yeah. um, pick a favorite snack food. Oreos, Cheetos, cheese, chocolates, Pringles, or fruit. I have to go cheese. My charcuterie game. Yeah, your Top charcuterie notch. game is pretty great. Um, you? I'm going to go with Pringles, even though that's nice. not my favorite chip. It's fine. It's, okay. it's a chip. Um, what's your favorite animal? Dog, cat, deer, rabbit, lion, or fox? This might surprise people, but it is actually a fox for me. Mm, I, I think, think I'm just cool. gonna go lion because it seems like that's the only one I wouldn't, you know, need to be in a situation to cuddle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever put me in a situation? All right. How would someone describe your style? Breezy, fancy, sexy, wacky, refined, or vintage? Imagine someone's like, oh, her style—it's very sexy. <laughs> Or wacky, for that or matter. Wacky. Um, I guess we got to tell each other, right? Because how would someone yeah. describe your style? Yours is vintage, homie. Cool. Um, I almost want to... Like, yours isn't here. Okay, this is going to be stupid, but you have to pick sexy. Okay. <laughs> you have to. Okay. I mean, it is. I'm an Instagram thought. That's true. Okay. All right, everybody. Let's... I love that we did this for the... Um, Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. First of all, the we both got excellence. Suits. The queer excellence in our <laughs> entire We both wait, hold on. I'm we sorry. We both everybody. got suits. We just we just did the thing that Handloser and I do or we're the same but different. Yeah. That's actually kind of wild. Like I I'm know. I'm so, okay. so I got Elsie Fisher at the 2019 Oscars. You're smart, sophisticated, and stylish while you while seeing rules and breaking them. You do what you want and take care of business, like Elsie Fisher in this Tom Brown suit, and she is looking absolutely stunning. Yes. I got Billy Porter at the 2019 Oscars, mm-hmm. and it says, you know how to make a statement and people listen. You're brave and fierce and push boundaries just like Billy in this striking Christian Serrano. Serrano Pepper. I think this is amazing. Because this is so funny. You I'm have like... cute, adorable Elsie Fisher in this, like, incredibly wonderful, androgynous-looking suit. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And I have Billy Porter in this black evening gown. And that is also just, a suit. That is also a suit. And they both, very classic, like, black color. Like, both very regal. Both very, like, mm-hmm. oh, so good. And oh, we I'm are living the, for Elsie's, like, little, little, whatever. It's not a tie, but, like, her little thingy. Her little bolo. Yeah, maybe a bolo. Love it. Um, again, we're the same but different. Um, I love it. That's who Aww, we are. That's friendship. who we've always been. Aww. And we hate the Oscars still. Mm-hmm. Yes. We tried to love y- them. Even in a year where I thought I was going to love the Oscars. Still well, we still Oscars. love them for like 
you know another another lady okay we still we still are we are satisfied with doing the bare minimum (laughs) ain't that just the theme of the of the freaking year so far the bare minimum thank you yes exactly all right well are you looking forward to any movies um yeah actually I am looking forward to whatever movie I decide to go see in a theater um, very soon because the theaters are open and I'm definitely going to be doing that uh, while I'm studying and freaking out for uh, finals in the next couple weeks. I'm definitely going to be taking a sojourn to the theater. Mm-hmm. Nice. I um, finally got so to if see you know Minari. of anything good coming out, let me know. I finally got to see Minari in theaters um, and I'm just very excited about um, and in the middle of that, saw the uh, tra- the trailer again for Green Knight, and once again, just am ready to see that movie. You know? Yeah, yeah, Dev Dev Patel hot. Um. Yes, <laughs> Dev Patel hot. That's all. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for uh, that's the thesis, about the Oscars guys. with me. We do this yeah. every year. Um, stick around. <laughs> yeah, I love cool. you, dude. Um, um, I'm glad we do this together. I'm glad another to, season um, down. Yes. Also, everyone, um, tune in because for the last four episodes of this season of Cinema Rolls, you all asked for it. We're just going to keep reviewing the Twilight movies with our friend Josh Clements because <laughs> the first mm-hmm. one went so well. And we're just we just want an excuse to rewatch the Twilight movies. Um, so this and was our nice fun break. <laughs> Yeah. from watching twilight but we're gonna be back next time with new moon so tune yeah, in come check it um, out follow us on all the things click around on all the links in the description goodbye yeah <laughs> well, we, we will see this. you guys later that's how the cinema rolls that's how the cinema rolls bye. it does bye